Hello, hello, and welcome to Semi Growing Up, a podcast all about navigating and surviving university life. So, normal university life as we know it seems pretty far off at the minute. So, this episode is all about providing you with alternative routes and, you know, showing you what else is out there beyond the traditional route from college to university. So, should we begin? On today's episode, I have a special guest, my friend Rohan, and we're going to be talking about gap years. But first, let's have a little roundup of the week. So, um, again, I know I say this every single week, but nothing exciting has really happened. It's honestly just waiting for the next thing to happen, which is a terrible attitude to have. I fully accept that. But I did get a new air freshener, right? So I... um, have you ever had one of those like automatic air fresheners? Oh, like one of the um the plug-in ones or like the the ones that kind of like squirt out every like hour or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. And they just ominously yeah. sit in the corner and you just hear them in the middle of the night just like spraying over you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so I got one uh back when I was at uni because my room smelled awful because it was just damp. And so like I bought a Christmas cookie one to go inside it and it was so nice. And I decided that it was gonna be the day that I finally replaced it. And I got a vanilla one. I thought, you know, you can't go wrong with vanilla. And I was wrong, honestly. It just smells like a bathroom. But it was one of those where I'm like, I've now spent £2.50 on it. Like, I, I have to I have to say it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're committed now. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, what about you? Are you back at lectures now, right? I am. Yeah, well, thank you very much for having me as well. This is really right. exciting. Um, it's really cool to have to talk about my experiences. But yeah, it's been an okay week, thank you. Just... Same old, same old, really, like um, going to Tesco is the highlight of my day. Absolutely. Uh, which is, yeah, which is quite, quite sad, quite something to be brought to. But I mean, it could always be worse, though, definitely. So um, <laughs> it's been a good week, though. Thank you. Just had some lectures. In some ways, it's really handy having it digital because then I can always rewind the recordings. They're really handy. <laughs> but it's just kind of missing the social interactions, really. Um like I feel like I've never been on my phone more than I am at the moment just because I'm trying to keep in touch yeah have you found the same Mm -hmm, 100% like my screen time is probably like eight hours a day which is awful yeah yeah when I get the report come out it says like oh you were up like 20% 20% this week and I'm like oh my god like it's not doing my eyes any good probably but <laughs> so what do you find is like the best and the worst part of online lectures it is good because you can be really relaxed and and like you can wake up like literally five minutes before it starts but also then equally that's so bad because it's so casual so I feel like I'm a lot less engaged yeah that's really tricky like being able to rewind stuff when they're recorded is really handy um but then it, I do feel like you're not kind of forced to be as involved as perhaps I would have been if I was in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, yeah, I think I think like being able to do it from bed is it's like a blessing and a curse. <laughs> the worst part is um I don't know if you've had it where they like ask you questions, you have to respond in the chat. Oh god, yeah. And then like normally like nobody replies for ages. So you're like, oh god, like shall I do it? Shall I not? <laughs> but, um I keep getting it because um that we're quite a small class and so she'll actually ask us questions like we have to respond with our mics on. And I'll be in the middle of eating a sandwich and she'll just be like, Joe, can you answer the question? I'm thinking, no, I can't, I really can't. <laughs> oh no, I'm like a mouthful, God. <laughs> okay, so. As you said, today's episode is going to be all about taking a gap year, looking at, you know, what you can do, whether it's right for you. And I'm sure you can agree, like it can be a really tough decision to make. But luckily, our resident expert, Rohan, is going to be guiding us through the process. So I'm just going to let you take the reins. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. 
Um, you're absolutely right. It's a crazy decision to have to make. And it's also about a time like when you're at college, you're deciding about whether to go to university or not, um, let alone having the extra layer of kind of questioning with should you push it back a year to take a gap year. So it is a huge decision to make. From my own experiences, um, I had a really fantastic year. Um, I was really fortunate um, and I did a lot of research actually. So that's probably where I started. Um, so I started looking at gap year programmes um, because I knew that I didn't just want to kind of I wasn't brave enough to go out on my own. <laughs> I think I really kind of really loved that idea of being part of like a team um, or like part of a project. So I started looking at a lot of different companies and I was really overwhelmed actually at how many there were. Um, but I started looking at reviews and um, at the time, actually, I didn't know anyone who'd done this before. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really speak to anyone. So a podcast actually would have, would have been perfect um, for me That's at the time. That's what here for. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like it, I, I think hearing someone else's experience at the time would have been really helpful. But I didn't do that. So um, unfortunately, I just I read a lot of reviews um, and I started looking at different programmes um, so I really was um, really open to different ideas. Like I didn't really have a specific place I wanted to go to. And then eventually I stumbled across this website uh, called Camps International. Um, I think you wear the t-shirt a lot, actually. <laughs> Bait me out. It's definitely not on the drying pile. Whoa, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I found this um, volunteering programme called Camps International. And they ran a lot of like school trips and a lot of different expeditions, but they had a, a really specialised um, kind of programme for gap years. And when I looked through them, I found one and it was in a place called Borneo, so part of Malaysia. And they specialised in conservation. So I did a lot of conservation work with orangutans, which is fantastic. And I also got to teach English as well um, to like really remote rural people. And like the kind of places that we got to go to they weren't like really what a tourist could find. You kind of had to have that local knowledge already. And that was the great thing about this programme was that you were kind of treated as a local, like you ate local food, you lived in the exact same accommodation that local people would. So there was no kind of hotels or hostels. Um, it felt very authentic to the country I was in. And that was really fantastic. And also I'd never been abroad on my own before such a big trip so having that extra security was a, a huge comfort for me just knowing that I, I kind of I wasn't thinking on my feet all the time and mm -hmm. um, I had a bit of kind of security so I could let my guard down a bit and just kind of enjoy the experience rather than planning the next stage of it but yeah I, I really enjoyed it I learned so much that I wouldn't have had I gone straight to uni and also the work I did prior to going so I, um, my part-time job um, that became my full-time job for six months which was crazy and just having that job uh, full-time really taught me a huge amount um, about budgeting and I had to uh, like plan the flights myself and my, my vaccinations um, so managing my money it was kind of my first chance to do that S certainly going into first year of uni afterwards knowing that I'd kind of kind of budgeted beforehand really helped me so I really um, valued that part of it as well not just the traveling uh, but the saving up and the working beforehand also it all kind of came together as like a really crazy year but I learned so much though and um and it was really cool so I highly recommend it <laughs> I love that okay so um on that actually how would you go about funding a gap year so you worked but are there any, any other ways you can think of that you know you would be able to do that yeah absolutely so I think it would depend on kind of where you're going and what you were doing um so 
while I was away traveling, I was doing um, voluntary work, so I wasn't getting paid. Um, in fact, I had to pay. I had to pay them so I could volunteer. <laughs> um, but I know, um, depending on kind of what you're looking for, you could definitely find paid placements. Um, so you'd need to apply like for different visas and like and other bits and bobs. But if you were to perhaps get a job abroad, um, or one thing that I've been really inspired to want to do is actually work as a teacher abroad. Um, that would be really cool. Yeah, like after kind of teaching teaching English, um, and it's such a valuable language. Like I think we take it for granted over here, just because everyone speaks it. But whereas, particularly in like a, de- a developing country, speaking English can be like your gateway to um, a new level of jobs, and and it gives you a huge advantage. So being able to kind of provide that would be awesome. But I think perhaps if you didn't want to save up as much, if you could secure like a paid position abroad, definitely that would really help you. But yeah, just getting a part-time job, it was kind of like a means to an end for me. I just kind of had to do it. Um, but it was great though, because I learned so much from it. So um, I look back and think like, I've, I've definitely changed a huge amount kind of having gone through that experience, 100%. So what do you think was like the ultimate top tier best thing that came out of, you know, going and doing it? I think I'd have to say uh, the people I met were really fantastic. So before I went um, on my trip, I was always on the... the um, the company's website I'd read like the itinerary like a hundred times so in a way almost like I didn't have like loads of surprises because I'd I'd let like researched it so much so I was so excited the only thing that I really had left to be surprised by was the people that I was going to meet um because I didn't know them before but they really are fantastic and it was great being of such like-minded similar people to myself um just because they all love traveling they all kind of had that kind of like like almost like wanderlust like they um they'd all come from elsewhere like one of my friends is from australia um wow. one guy was from america so we all had like different experiences to share so like as well as being immersed in this completely new place we were also completely new people that all had different stories so it was so interesting and yeah and then from that trip i've actually been on quite a few others with the people that i met which has been really lovely 100% that that was the best part I'd say. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that because I was just about to ask and now comes my question of what is the best trip you've been on with them since? So since volunteering uh, in Borneo uh, my friend Ruth and I that's why I mentioned actually uh, the paid placement because uh, the following summer myself and Ruth we both um, managed to get a placement at a summer camp in America um so we worked um in Connecticut for um I think it was 10 weeks it's either 10 or 12 weeks I always get them mixed up um (laughs) um, I think it was 10 weeks yeah because we had two weeks of training and then we were with children for eight weeks so it was super intense but because like we'd both traveled in the past together we kind of knew we could rely on each other and and it was so lovely because we we got to fly out together but yeah we, we managed like after volunteering working abroad was a very different experience Uh, but really fantastic as well um yeah I recommend doing that as well 100% (laughs) were there any like challenges along the line I know that everyone likes to sit there and think that you know volunteering is so idealistic and it's brilliant but like you know were there any was was there anything you struggled with did you find it like harder than you expected yeah absolutely there were some really hard days oh there was there was one time actually um yeah um one time um I got really ill while we were traveling um yeah basically um there were there were about 10 of us and we we all went to this same restaurant um it was so it was one of our days off from volunteering 
and we were in this uh, large city. So we weren't in the rural countryside, but because it was one of our days off and um, about 10 of us went to the same restaurant for dinner. And um, we were really excited actually, because um, it's nice to kind of be able to choose what you ate because a lot of our meals were prepared for us and we didn't really get a huge say in what we made, or sorry, in what was made for us. Okay. So we were really excited to go out for dinner. And then um, five of us, um, all five of us had cheese as part of our dinner and we all got really bad food poisoning. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, it's, and it was funny, like, because we could we could literally tell that it was because because um, I'm vegetarian and I had it really bad. Whereas uh, my friend Eve, she had a, a chicken burger without cheese and she was fine. So we were like, it can't be the meat um, or the fish because like, we didn't all have that, but we all had cheese in like some form and um, we were very ill afterwards. <laughs> And like it was a shame because it meant we weren't able to do as much of our volunteering work we wanted to we had to take a few days and because of the heat um yeah. like we got really bad dehydration just because of um we couldn't like really keep any fluids um down sorry it's like really gross maybe <laughs> 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 you said that without just a bit gross sorry <laughs> right. um but um yeah so that was hard because um we were like in a new climate and we weren't really in control of a lot of things so when we were ill that that was quite scary actually mm-hmm. um but aside from that though like that I think we were just super unlucky <laughs> like I think we were just went to the wrong restaurant at the wrong time but apart from that though it, it really was fantastic <laughs> so obviously you've outlined you know all the good that can come from going a gap year and how beneficial it is but specifically in terms of taking a gap year to volunteer I'm wondering what your opinion is as to whether people could take it for the wrong reasons you know whether it will be not beneficial for specific people if they're taken for specific reasons and I'd like your opinion on that I think yeah so when I was on the trip people definitely had very different motives Mm -hmm. um so there were people like um like me and my close friends while we were there um we'd kind of all had a very similar background so we all had to work and save up for the trip Um, and we were really excited and, and like just just like I had done like other people had kind of fantasized about this for, for months before going that having said that there were a few people on our trip um, in our group who um, it, they made it quite apparent that they hadn't saved up for this trip so it was more like a present and like uh, this trip like it cost me like probably about six grand um, and so, so that's why so I had to work six months before so it was like um, I was like a grand a month um, trying to save up for this um so so it was like it was a huge financial commitment to make really at, at quite a young age but there were some people who I don't think perhaps had the same appreciation um just because it had kind of been given to them mm-hmm. um and I think like with anything like whenever you kind of pay for something yourself or you've kind of seen it through right from the beginning you would kind of value it a lot more I think whereas when it's kind of given to you uh, so this trip lasted for three months and there were there were some people I knew it but either side of that they also had other things planned as well but again that was just paid for by the parents so mm. I just don't think you kind of they kind of got the most out of it if that makes sense and like it's kind of like just kind of similar to what you said um people are perhaps doing it like more for Instagram um rather yeah. than like because they really wanted to be there which which is a shame really but from that I kind of take well I'm really glad that I went for the reasons I did because it really inspired me and a lot of like my latest decisions as well like I, I, it's made me kind of want to return one day and actually work abroad mm-hmm. I think perhaps um I don't think I would perhaps enjoy like a beach holiday as much after having done that because I, I really like to keep busy I love to get involved so um getting the chance to kind of 
like I was like mixing cement and stuff and like I was like so tired at the end of every day but I felt like I kind of made a difference whereas I feel like some people kind of went there with the expectation of a holiday mm-hmm. when it when it certainly wasn't a holiday I and mean, it was absolutely <laughs> yeah like it was it was really hard work so I think people who went for the wrong reasons like I think they would have they would have got a lot less out of it and it would have been like a, a, a lot less of a valuable experience so I think yeah that's just like really important to consider like make sure you know the reason why you want to go um because I think if you do want a holiday that's absolutely fine like everyone everyone is a holiday time to time gosh we certainly do at the moment um but I think like for for such a long time because I guess it was a three-month trip that I went for I think if you're going to go for that length of time just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into I would say um any any other questions <laughs> yes, uh, just a couple more I think just one I can think of if you go into one of these gap year experiences like how can you make sure that you get the most out of it? Because, you know, if you are putting out all that money and all that time, which, you know, time is very valuable, how can you make sure that it's something that's like really good for you and that actually benefits you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say just research um, because you won't be able to change it really once you're there. So I'd say while you're um, able to make decisions and able to make a difference before you go, I would say... Uh, read reviews as much as you could so I went on TripAdvisor and I'd read reviews on Camps International because I had never heard of them before mm-hmm. and I was like oh gosh like and like when I saw the price as well I was like that's so much money um I need to make sure I spend it on the right thing so I would definitely say um do your research and read reviews if possible try and t- speak to people that you know who have done similar things I think getting kind of like a, a first-hand opinion can can go a lot further than just like some random review mm-hmm. um, but also they are useful as well um but, but definitely, I, I would say just really thoroughly read into it. Um, and I think more often than not, a lot of these programmes publish their itineraries online. So for this trip, uh, for example, I, I literally had like memorised it because I was really sad. <laughs> um, but like normally they give you a really good amount of information. So you almost like down to the day, you can tell what you'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And if you start seeing like red flags go up and you're like, actually, this isn't for me, it's definitely better to realise that uh, before you get there because <laughs> otherwise you'd be in a routine really situation so yeah I definitely just say do your research um if you can speak to people that have gone or on a similar thing um but yeah I, I think if you've kind of got that uh willingness and that kind of like adventure kind of side you want to explore um this is a great great way to do it and the good thing about my, the trip that I went on as well um they were very flexible so you could go um, it was either minimum of two weeks or up to three months you could go for. So perhaps if you were less confident, you could just go for two weeks or a month. That's absolutely fine. And often, like, I think you you can ring up the um, like the different companies. They're more than happy to talk about it because I, I think you also get a really good feel for the actual company itself when you speak to someone um, firsthand. And often these organizations are actually charities um so they are a business that they, they want to try and sell kind of these experiences but also they do a lot of charitable work um so camps international also do have a charity um and that helps fund their projects that they do abroad so often like i found when i spoke to um the organization over the phone you could kind of get a sense for the passion that the people had for the company like it wasn't just like it wasn't just their job to kind of like read information like some kind of like part-time like Saturday job but you could tell that they were very passionate about what they did and I think that made me feel a lot happier about going because I was like okay well these people obviously believe in this um so it kind of inspired me to be part of it as well um it wasn't just kind of like a travel agent um it it felt a lot more personal than that really Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, it's really fantastic. This. So I, I would definitely say um, just do as much research as possible and definitely give them a ring because I think you, you get a good sense of character um, about a company just from a phone call. Um, and especially if they've got like a kind of charitable side to them. Um, for me, that that made it a, a huge reason to go because I felt like I was making, like it was almost like a donation, like not just financially, but also in your time as well. Like it, you were kind of donating yourself, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, like your your manual labour and efforts as well to help. So, and I, I hope I hope that answers the question. <laughs> that was a wonderful answer. So thank you very much. Okay, so anything else to come from your wise mind? Any other final tips or tricks? Oh gosh. Um, I would just say like I, I had a fantastic experience so um, I know everyone's experience is different but I think if it's something that you you ever were to consider um, 100% I must say take it with both hands because I think once you go to university you then kind of you, you have that um, on your shoulders and then after that you have pressure to get a job I think there's there's very few opportunities that you get to kind of fully I'm not sure how to explain it whether this, this is like I think you, you get a very few opportunities where you're not under pressure to kind of be preparing like move on for to the next life stage kind of yeah absolutely yeah it's almost like life is a race um mm-hmm. and people are continually um kind of in competition trying to get that job or that uni place I think there's very few occasions where it's not it's not like that and I really appreciated that year just because I felt like I kind of could focus on myself and what I wanted to do and I'd never like I I never worked for that period of time or that much and I'd never had such a clear goal before but when I had achieved it I did feel really accomplished and I think it gave me a lot of self-confidence as well mm-hmm. um so I would I definitely say like if you do get the opportunity to to have a gap year um I would really recommend it because university will, will always be there when you're when you're finished and actually more often than not um because I spoke to quite a few on open days before I went on the gap year and a lot of them did say that they're happy to defer places. So I think if a university likes you, then you're never under any pressure to just go immediately in September. I think if if they want you, um, or if they're just a good university, um, like I think I think most would support taking a gap year. So I would definitely say take the opportunity 100%. <laughs> and on that, um, a lot of universities will also allow you to defer for a year, either for personal circumstances or for like gap years while you're actually doing your degree. And so, you know, just as a secondary option, if you've if you're already there and you're suddenly like, oh, my gosh, I'm inspired. I want to take a gap year. Then like that option's still on the table for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that is a really good point. Yeah. Like I, I know a lot of universities encourage placement years um, or um, you can literally just uh, take um, I think they're called intermissions or interruptions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 100 percent. Like I think I think that's so good, actually, that universities uh, do allow you to do that. They have that flexibility. So 100 percent. Yeah. And. And I mean, I think I need, I need one at the moment. <laughs> I think I need to ask my university um, because I, I mean, I, I do think I'd, after two years of college and two years of A-levels, um, I, I returned kind of the university, having had that break from education, I had kind of a, a fresh, a kind of a fresh approach to it. Yeah. So definitely if, if you were um, at university currently, having that break away from your studies, it could actually it could bring you back working harder than ever just because you've had that kind of time to refresh and do something else so yeah I I really support um that as well 100% so I really like the fact that you've mentioned that the gap year is beneficial not only for as a lot of people view it like for your CV and for job progression but also for like personal development and they're like a mental not always like a detox but kind of like a refresh creating that clean slate for yourself yeah 
hundred percent. Yeah, I think kind of being completely immersed somewhere else, um, like it, it's a really challenging thing to do. And when you can look back and go like, oh my gosh, I did that, or or even just like the money saving um, to begin with, like to look back and and have that kind of accomplishment behind you. I think I think it's huge and it definitely changed me as a person. I think I, I gained a lot of confidence after that experience. So yeah, I, I would really recommend it um, as much as possible. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so I think that is everything from me you got anything else you'd like to say uh thank you so much for having me um i really appreciate it and and um do you think you'll consider taking one halfway through uni or i actually have um a year placement lined up so i'm planning on taking a year out this september and then working covid provided you know in like a hotel so that's all lined up working on the visa at the minute and then fingers crossed it'll go ahead and i'll go back for my third year but who knows who knows (laughs) Oh, amazing. That's fantastic. I think that's an excellent idea. Um, I think that that's really cool. And like the connections you make, the people you meet out there. Yeah, it could be phenomenal. And I think then when you can return to your studies, um, like I think you'll know, like I've, I've got like one year left and having had that experience under your belt, I think you'll graduate, but with so much more though, like you'll come back like a different person, I would say. So that mm-hmm. that's a fantastic idea, 100%. I'll tell you more about that another time um and keep you updated to see if it actually happens I think especially just after like the year we've had as well um Mm. like I think we we all deserve to get get out of our homes (laughs) or other country if we're allowed (laughs) where's the first place you'd go if you were allowed to tomorrow oh wow that's a really good question um somewhere warm <laughs> um I'd really well I, I must admit um I have been looking at some summer placements um to volunteer at a title sanctuary um wow. and that's based in Sri Lanka so I would I'd love to go there um and exactly like like you've said I don't want to kind of get disappointed and, and get my hopes up only to have them kind of taken away so yeah um like that's kind of like penciled in for the summer very lightly because I don't know if it's going to happen <laughs> um but but yeah I think I would I would say I'd love to hear that how about you would you go to America okay so I think my main thing at the minute is I've got so much like I'm, I'm trying to think how to phrase it but okay so um I'm a massive fan of theme parks and like I love Disney and all that because like I'm, oh, I'm yeah. just immersive theming as a whole is just incredible and so I kind of want to do like a little tour um hopefully my 21st because that would tie in really nicely if Boris will let us go outside and then do a couple days in Disneyland and then me and my sister were supposed to go to Amsterdam and Belgium last year mm. but then it fell through just because you know yeah. yeah we're not allowed outside so yeah maybe that I think that'd be nice and like I think being told that you can't do something just makes you want it more as well. Absolutely, that, yes. Yeah, that's what I found. Like, just because I, like, now I can't go away, I want to even more, like, just because. Yes. <laughs> um, but I really hope you get to go, though, because those places all sound amazing. Oh, there's something else to ask you. Um, the visa process, did you have to get one for Borneo? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, so because, um, so I went to uh, Malaysian Borneo, and I think, um, depending on how long you go to Malaysia for, they don't require you to have a visa. But afterwards, I went to Cambodia uh, to also uh, do the program over there, mm-hmm. and they do require you to have a visa. But it's it's that was really straightforward there because I was volunteering, I could actually get a tourist visa. Oh wow! Um, so I think visas are only like 
kind of more complicated when you get paid. So probably how you're finding at the moment um, with the states um, and like the J1s and everything. <laughs> oh. um, but like tourist visas tend, tend to be like really like really open. So um, so yeah, I think especially whenever you're volunteering, um, the visas are normally normally okay. Um, but I know for paid employments that they can be really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um... I can't think of anything else that I want to throw in here. Okay, and that is all from us today. So, Rohan, do you want to tell us a little bit about the fun things you do? Oh, thank you very much, Joe. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I do have a photography website. Um, it's just rohanhyatt.photo. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I've actually put a lot of my travel photos on there as well. Um, so I, I love photography. Um, it was a great way to remember my experience by 100%. So, yeah, if you, if you want any any pictures um <laughs> from my travel experiences then definitely check it out <laughs> so um i will tag rohan in the newest post which will you know be like the episode synopsis on instagram so you can find him extra easily on there as well so if there's anything you want to hear me talk about you can let me know by dming me at semi grown up podcast on instagram or emailing me at semi grown up podcast at gmail.com i stumbled for a minute there uh, we have a link tree in the bio which has our tiktok uh every single other listening platform in case you wanted to switch it up um and also our blog which is semigrownuppodcast.wordpress.com which has episode summaries every single week and a whole bunch of other content which is coming soon maybe extra soon depending how busy i get over the next few weeks so yeah i just want to say a massive thank you for rohan for coming on the show it's been absolutely lovely to have you oh thank you for having me joe it's been wonderful i really appreciate it it has and i will definitely bring you back for another episode if you'd like to come back that would be wonderful thank you okay so that is all from us thank you for listening stay safe stay hydrated and we'll see you soon thank you for listening and have a lovely week bye